Hello, I'm Batman. And my movies have kind of been sucking lately. And I'm Superman. I made a lot of really good movies. And then some shitty ones. And then I said fuck it and died. And I'm Deadpool. And I look great in red. Kenny Boss. Nerd is the new sexy. Hello, everyone. This is Nerd is the New Sexy, episode 75, a mini boss episode. Thanks for joining us. With me today is Grizzly McBee. What's up, y'all? And with me also is Gambit Bitches. So, uh, what's the Gambit? What's the the topic tonight? Tonight we're going to be talking about our uh, top five favorite comic book characters of all time. Well, superheroes, yeah, they can be superheroes as long as they're a comic book. I don't even care if they're anime. They can be an anime character so long as they've got superhuman abilities of some kind and are in written format. Let's talk about them. Let's nerd about them. And uh, yeah, I mean, I could, I could start us off right away, which is super easy. Um, you know what? I'm gonna let me see. Let me start us off with um, with my number five, just a, a fantastic hero that I like, that I that I've always liked, that I've always loved, is Iceman uh, from X Men. Marvel, yeah. Part of the original uh, 1967 Uncanny X-Men series, he was one of the original cast members. Powers, as you may or may not know, he could turn his body into a full, uh, full thing of ice, and he has complete control over ice. What's really dope about Iceman is, in the original comic books, he actually leaves the X-Men because he had the original love triangle with Jean Grey and and Cyclops. It wasn't always Wolverine. That bitch just likes to cause problems between bros. Jean Grey? Like, yeah. Jean Grey just causes problems between bros. Wasn't she like a hot redhead? Oh, she's a super hot redhead. And redheads cause problems. Iceman was a part of the original cast, and eventually he left. He didn't leave for any major reasons. There are a few storylines of different different reasons why he left. And eventually he left and opened his own uh, mutant team, basically, if you will. Um, I've always liked him because he always fascinated me because just the ability that not only can he control ice, but he can conjure ice on his own. Because you have characters like... Yeah, you, you you had you had you had characters like Pyro who could who could control fire, but he couldn't create. It. He always had to like have a fucking flamethrower in his backpack or a lighter or something. Yeah. No, Iceman could literally turn into a thing of ice and then shoot ice out or do whatever he wanted. Plus, what a great way to get around. He would run at full speed, jump, and then make it like an ice slide and then slide around. Fucking super dope. Two big announcements for Iceman just happened in the past ten years. Uh, one, he got classified as level five mutant. So if you don't know in the X-Men world, if you're a level five mutant, that basically means at any given time, if you so choose, you can destroy the world. So that's a level five mutant. That's what classifies level it's not your it's not necessarily your power per se, but it's just can you destroy the world if you just like wake up and have a bad day and was like, Hey, can I get an Appletini? And then they're like, Here's a Bud Light, and you're like, Fuck it, the world's gone. You know? <laughs> Fuck this. Like, Ice Age. <laughs> Ice Age. And that's what he can do. He can basically freeze the entire atmosphere, all the water in the world that's around us, and make an Ice Age. And he would be the only one to survive. The other announcement, you know, is whatever. They made him gay. So they outed him as gay, uh, which he was like one of the first gay X-Men, which is like, okay, what you know, whatever. Didn't really care. I mean, I, I probably would care more if it was, you know, because you always care more when it's like your demographic. Not my demographic. I love pussy. Iceman likes ice dick. Whatever, don't care. I'm not judging. He's making icicles and sitting on them. Yeah. That's his business. Yeah, dick shaped you know? icicles. Dick shaped icicles sitting on them. That's his thing. All truth be told, I really like him. I think he's a super strong character. He's definitely a character that you would want if I was building a mutant team. Um, and I mean, why wouldn't you want to have a level five mutant? Like seriously, why wouldn't you want to have a mutant on your team that's fucking level at five? At least I mean, one. That's at least one. So that's my number five. That's where we'll start out with my number five, and then we'll go down from there. Okay, my uh, number five is kind of an anti-hero. It's the Swamp Thing. You know, my my top five, they're all 
assholes in their own right. Kind of what draws me to them because they don't take crap from anyone and they're far from pushovers. Swamp Thing came around a bit before my time, you know, back in 1971, July. He looks weird as hell in the comics, which, you know, kind of brings out the, I don't know, kind of the imagination of like a, a plant zombie, if you would. I, I find him fascinating. No, he's a very interesting character. There's a lot to no, Swamp no, it's Thing. A, it, it, yeah, there's a lot to Swamp mm-hmm. Thing. That's a very interesting choice. A DC, especially DC. I wouldn't really call him. He's got. He's almost like Poison Ivy to the extreme, where he doesn't really give a flying fuck about the human world. Like he only cares about his swamp, right? Well, he's yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Swamp Thing is a very good one. Uh, my number five would definitely be Spawn. Spawn, good choice. Spawn, nice. I I, he, I like. And when he, when he got big, it was like the 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 brooding hero was definitely a thing. Everyone loved the brooding hero, and I mean, you don't get much more brooding than Spawn. He's got that backstory. You know, he he, he spent all this time in hell. And you know he's just he's kind of a badass. He's more he's like a he's like a villain, but he doesn't want to be a villain. And it's one of those stories where you can go, hey. Well, he uh, actually is. A, he actually is. He actually when you when you really get into the graphic novels, he actually is a hero. You could put him into the classification of anti-hero, but he really is a hero. Well, I say I say this because he was meant to be a villain. He was fated to be a villain. You're supposed to be Hell's so, general. What it is when you really get when you again when you really get into the graphic novels, Frank. Shout out to Frank Miller being one of the fucking best out there. But yeah, when you um, uh, when you when you get into the, the 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 graphic novel, what it's really about is that everybody has that warrior ness, like a, like a killer, mm-hmm. you know. And the 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 armies of heaven and hell need those. So yeah. when you're born and they see that one side almost picks you and molds it. Now you can be molded, and then by your choices, and then you can be recruited. But uh, so it, it, it's not necessarily so much good and evil of who gets recruited, because you have to be almost be a killer because he- because hell wanted him so badly. They mm-hmm. had Jason Wynn set him up and die right after he did a mortal sin, and he went to hell. Yeah. And then Malboja or you know Beelzebub or El Diablo, depending on wh- what you want to say. Yeah. He made a deal and said, "I'd give you back your wife if you become my general sponsor." So out of love, he was like, "Yeah, fuck it, I'll lead your army. I'll do whatever you want for Wanda." Yeah. Yeah, and then when he went back, when he went back to Earth, and he's like, he saw his wife and realized that that time has passed, the time is gone. Then he just, then he was like, well, you know what? Fuck hell, because you can't, you can't, you know, give me what you promised. So why the fuck am I going to work for you? Mm-hmm. And he rebelled. So, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, that's why you. It's, that was a good choice. That's a really good choice. Cause I really like Spawn. I'm a fan. Like the movie was entertaining. Don't get me wrong, but the movie, the movie like didn't yeah, give it as much movie. credit as it should have. You know what I mean? The an- the animated series on yes. Showtime. That's what did it. Yeah, that that was a mind you, fuck. The animated series. If you guys have any kind of downloading, if all the fans out there, if you guys have any kind of, any kind of downloading system where you can download old shows or find it or whatever, look up Spawn from fucking Showtime it, yeah. or HBO. Was it, it was HBO. HBO was I think it was HBO. I think it was HBO. But it there was, was a lot of t- animated brutal. titties on that and animated titties yeah. and animated gore for days. Yes. So we'll go back to you, Gambit. Number four. So my number four on my list is uh, again uh, Banshee. I'm not familiar with Banshee. So, Do you see her? So or- Banshee, Marvel. He was Marvel. in the X Men. Okay. He was a short-lived Marvel character. They actually put him in New Class, and I hate the way they yeah. did him in New Class. Mm. Um, but. Basically, his power was basically what that is of a banshee. He had a supersonic scream, basically, that could kill you if you really wanted to. Okay. And he could fly. Now, they did it really shitty in X-Men First Class where he was, like, using 
like he would jump off a building and use his sound waves to project off of a wingsuit and that's what would carry him oh. really dumb really stupid because in the comic books for all my nerds out there he could fly it was a second he, he was one of the very few mutants out there and that's why i love him he was one of the very few mutants that had, had two abilities. abilities yeah yeah he had a he had a minor because really when you get down to it the ability to fly is a literally a level one mutant ability you are no different. You are literally, literally no different than a human, except you can fly. That means while you're flying, if I chose to, I could take a sniper rifle and be like, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a dead body. <laughs> you know? It's like, at least with Superman, like, like Superman could fly and he has super strength, but like, uh, then there's a lot of characters that are more of like a just fly, where Banshee could fly and then he had that scream, that high pitched scream that could break glass, shatter windows, blow up cars, and honestly, kill you from the inside out it was a sonic wave a sonic could it stop bullets concussion. it could stop bullets yes okay so now again not again not the strongest power but just super good because again if you want to think of like again i'm looking at my top five was almost a team you know you got Iceman who could literally come in and freeze somebody and then and then banch could scream at him and explode the ice now now you want to get in some glory death then on top of that he could fly so you have the 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 mobility of the range He's a super fucking good character. Grizzly? My number four is Wolverine. Okay. Gay! <laughs> Your face is gay. Well, why do you like Wolverine so much? No, no, no. We're not talking about Wolverine. You don't get to talk about Wolverine. Because every nerd debate where it's always our top five, some asshole likes Wolverine. Fuck you and fuck Wolverine. <laughs> well, there's a why lot of Wolverine like, fans like out there. Yeah, why do you like him? Well, for one, he's uh, his name isn't Gambit; it's Logan. Uh, <laughs> oh, see, you already fucked up right there. His name isn't Logan. Well, you know what? Eat a dick. You eat a dick. <laughs> okay, well, continue why you like why you like uh, uh, Wolverine. Like uh, like the Swamp Thing, he's he's an asshole. For the most part, he does what he wants, what he feels will benefit him, unless it has something to do with somebody that he cares about. He hates authority. Growing up as a teenager, you hate authority, so you kind of you know, like the fact that, you know, there's this comic book hero that, you know, stands up to authority and pretty much gives him the middle claw. He's a good guy that is an asshole. You're just like he's an asshole. I think we can all agree that Logan's an asshole. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I've I've done extensive research and Harvard studies on Wolverine. Harvard studies. I just I just in my mind there's this like this is like fucking montage of you behind like a beaker and shit. <laughs> no, he, he, okay. So it's a, it's a great credit. Again, he is a great character. You're right. He's great. He's a very very well written character. He's he's an asshole. These things I can't deny. And he, and he is one of the most popular anti heroes. And all that stuff. And Hugh Jackman, and the way he, Hugh Jackman looked, made every nerd woman's pussy just cream in the seats. Like, they had to change the upholstery in all the movie theaters when he came busting out of the water and flexing his muscles, you know? Fun fact, but, he, he, was, he was using real claws for a while, and then there was a point where he almost literally cut his dick off. He said this in an interview. After that, he, he, he stopped using the real claws. Wow, that's kind of funny. Yeah, uh, Wolverine Origins, and not the movie. It actually, the movie actually got pretty close. Actually, yeah, pretty close. So he was he was born. Um, so the year set in the comic book, you can extra- extrapolate to um, 
1877 because he was 13 years old at the time of the incident. And the Mm -hmm. time of the incident took place in 1890 in Alberta, Canada to a rich family. His name is James Howlett. Where do you get Logan from? uh, Well, sit down, baby bird. Let me feed you. So James Howlett's parents were extremely rich. And it was 1890. So they had a groundskeeper. The groundskeeper... He had a son that lived on the grounds with the groundskeeper and helped him do work. The son was the exact same age as James Howlett. The groundskeeper's kid, his name is Logan. They had another friend, Rose, and it was a three-childhood friendship. Well, one night, Wolverine's mom was banging the groundskeeper. Whore. The dad found out about it. Yeah, yeah. He just knows how to work a hoe. What can he, what can he say? No, literally. Uh, so, uh, one night in a drunken argument... Wolverine's dad was confronting the groundskeeper and they got into a tussle, a fight. And the groundskeeper in front of Wolverine and his mom killed him. Wolverine lost his shit. I mean, lost it. At this point, uh, he his bone claws came out. He mm-hmm. went into his first berserk rage and he killed his mother. He killed the groundskeeper and he killed Logan. Oh, so the movie fucked that up. He killed everyone. Rose finds this and sees this bloody scene, and his claws were attracted, so she has no idea that he did it. She scoops his ass up and takes him to the grandfather. The grandfather knows that he's a mutant because the claws come out with the gra- around the grandfather. And the, gra- the grandfather hands Rose a fuck ton of money and goes, get this, get this thing out of my family. He is no longer my family. Damn. All the while, all the while, Wolverine is still passed out, right? Yeah. He gets on the train. She puts him on a train, and they're heading to Alaska. On the way to Alaska, his ass wakes up. And he doesn't remember a goddamn thing because of his healing abilities. Yeah. And they explain this in the comic books. The reason why he has a hard time with his memories is because when you get a traumatic event in your brain, it scars it over. Mm-hmm. Now, eventually, that, 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 that now with Wolverine's brain, when his brain, when his memory center gets scarred and traumatized as like a, like a cut, his mutant healing ability will heal that over, i.e. erasing his fucking memory. So that erased out of his brain. So he woke up and looked at Rose and said, who are you? She's like, I'm Rose. He's like, who am I? And she had a decision. And then her decision was, your name is Logan. Mm. That's where Logan comes from. Oh, okay. Thank you. Now we know. That was a long explanation. That (laughs) was indeed a lot. But you know what? Now we know. Like I said, um, my number four would definitely be Flash. Oh, good one. Uh, I love... Good ones. I just love the character. I like... like Barry Allen all together, all as a whole. I had to say Barry Allen because how many Flashes are there? There's Kid Flash. There's the original Flash. I can't remember. There's Jay Garrick. Yes. Barry Allen. Wally West. I just like the Flash's character in general. Um, the the speed he's supposed to be fast. It's funny because he's supposed to be the fastest man on Earth, but like, there's how many other Flashes? Well, I mean, as far as villains, as far as Speed Force villains, there was the Reverse Flash and Zoom. Yeah, Earth Two. There's Crisis on Earth Two when you get in the parallel dimensions, and there's another Flash there that's evil. Yeah, and yeah, but he actually is the fastest man alive. He's so. Fa- As a matter of fact, I'm gonna sell this goddamn debate once and for all. If you're actually a nerd, again, Gambit's fun facts for all you nerds out there. Superman and the Flash have raced three yes. times in comic books. Yes. Three times they have raced. Twice it was a draw. The first time they raced was for, ch- for charity. They both decided to win by a draw. The second race, from one angle, the Flash won. From the second angle, Superman won. They called it a draw. And the third one, not only does Flash beat Superman, but he beats him and gets a snack. <laughs> gets a snack. And, he, and then he digs a dig back to the original comic books and says, 
and, and Superman's like, I didn't know you were really that fast. And he goes, this wasn't for charity. Like saying like, I'm a good guy. So I let you kind of keep up with me. Like, no, he is fat. The dude, the motherfucker can run through time well, then, and space. Look, look, I like it. I like it this way. I like the fact that like, I like the fact that, that Superman isn't the best at everything and the flash can outrun him. Yeah. Yes. The flash can't be stronger than Superman, but he can sure as fuck be faster. All right, so uh, you're number three, Gambit. Uh, my number three goes out to my man, Aquaman. I lo- I know everybody likes to rag on Aquaman. I love Aquaman because Aquaman, yeah, he seems like a bitch, and everybody loves to make fun of him. First of all, like you were just saying, the Justice League, every pow- everybody has a superpower that is comparable to Superman's and or better, but it's only one version. The Flash is faster. Batman is smarter and a better fighter, right? Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Lasso of Truth, just as tough. Aquaman is the strongest member on the fucking team. Okay, okay, Aquaman just is just for than Superman. Just for um just for debate's sake, explain that cuz you know there's you know there's people out there going, "What?" Okay, so first and foremost, you got to understand that Aquaman literally lives under the ocean, the bottom of the sea. The pressure of which is so goddamn strong that when he comes to Earth, it's like it's like living with a weighted vest on. He he literally yeah. The motherfucker can jump across continents and has done it, and that's not because he can defy gravity. It's because his his because he never skipped leg day. <laughs> like, <laughs> leg day is every day in the ocean. No, and it's, and again again he do and that trident of power gives him even more power. And as a matter of fact, in 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 the comic books of of Earth Two and Crisis of Earth, Superman fought Aquaman, and Aquaman beat the living tar out of him. Damn! Like he just beat him down to a bloody pulp. Beat him, beat him. And there was something about the cartoons and the new movies that wanted to downplay his 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 strength abilities. You are literally living under immense pressure. It is insane. Then you get into the fact that he can command all sea creatures. Let me say that again for all my lovelies out there. He can yeah. command all sea creatures. And I know the joke, especially on like Family Guy and other shows that like to make fun of him, is that, oh, that only works if he's next to it. Yeah, like, oh, whatever. He can literally make a Sharknado. <laughs> like, I never thought of that. I never thought of that. There was one of my favorite comic books where it was one of my favorite comic books that showed the power of Aquaman and why I loved him is there was this epic war raging on Gorilla Island with Gorilla Grog, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And everybody shows up and Aquaman just kind of standing there like, and again, this is why I think I think that people give him because it grins. You would love Aquaman because he doesn't give a fuck. That's the problem. With Aquaman. That's another reason why he gets made fun of is because a lot of the missions with the, with the Justice League, he doesn't care about the the problems of the surface dwellers unless it affects his kingdom. He yeah. doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck unless it affects his kingdom. Anyways, so he's fighting. Everybody's fighting Gorilla Guag. Huge army, and the Justice League is losing. And they go, Aquaman, get in the fight. He goes, Oh, do you guys want me to fix this? And they went, What? And he just raised his arms, and a forty-foot tidal wave was behind him, and it crashes onto the onto the island and wipes out all the gorillas. At the same time, he had a bunch of whales swallow the Justice League, so they keep they keep safe from drowning. Wow. Then he reseeds the water, spits them out with from the whale like Jonah, and was like, "Okay, problem solved. I'm gonna go back to Atlantis." Came in, and you gotta understand. Two-thirds of our planet is covered by water. If Aquaman ever wanted to, at any fucking time, could just be like, and the world's dead. Oh, fuck with Aquaman. See if he doesn't just throw a trident up your ass. Okay, you make a good point. 
You make a good point. So, and I and I see it, and I never really thought Aquaman was bad. I like talking shit from time to time about him because you know it's easy, but he's actually a badass. You know. So, moving on from from that, okay, Grizz, give us your number three. Okay, now my number three, I think um, a certain someone in in this uh, podcast right now would would actually uh, enjoy it, and that would be uh, my number three is Gambit Marvel. Wait, you're saying there's there's a there's a there's a comic book character named Gambit? I was unaware of this. I'm taken aback. Tell me about him, please. <laughs> you're such a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're such a douche. <laughs> no, I I really support you. Thank you. No, but since it's your number three and you brought him up first, go ahead, man. From someone who grew up playing cards, when I first saw my first comic with Gambit in it, oh, I immediately fell in love. I was like, okay, I need to learn how to throw cards. I need to figure out how to light them on fire. I need to stab people in the face with them. This guy is the coolest. And he fights with the bow staff. He uses what he knows. He doesn't okay. have to go out and, you know, buy stuff, make expensive stuff. No, that's that's good. I mean I could see I can see your love for him. And I think everyone we're choosing is kind of is kind of a uh, in a one way or another is a representation of ourselves. It's kind of seeming that way, yeah. In one way or another. And okay, so I guess it's my turn. Uh, what are we on? Number three, Donatello, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Nice. Okay, you're gonna have to explain that one. The smartest of the group. You want to talk okay, about a nerd? You want to talk about the the guy who thinks thinks things through you know he's yeah he's not the leader he's not leonardo but he's the smartest of the group everything that he puts together is helpful to the turtles but no donatello does machines i I, i've always liked donatello donatello's always been my favorite ninja turtle because uh i just liked him that's another thing i like the bow staff i think the bow staff is an amazing weapon no you 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 nailed i like your explanation that he's like the ultimate nerd nerd like all of his brothers are all of his brothers are bodacious and radical and he's just like that's cool bossa nova yeah he starts think he starts making up his own bossa nova he's he's such a nerd yeah He's different, but he's cool different. You know what I mean? It was a, yeah. it was a, it was a good example of what made nerds different, but yet acceptable. No, I could, I could, I could tell you behind that. I like that a lot. Number, number two. two, number and we're two. Not doing, uh, this is a rough one, man, because honorable mentions are there that are so close. I gotta do it. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is my number two. Isn't that the guy that could do? Uh, he could, he could like poof himself anywhere. Yeah, kind of. So his, uh, so Nightcrawler is the blue dude. For those okay. who don't know, he's the blue. He's the blue devil. Uh, he looks like a devil. Uh, it, uh, fun fact, he was actually Mystique's son. Uh, yeah. So yeah. He, he is actually, that's why he's blue. He's Mystique's kid. Uh, and who wouldn't fuck the shit out of Mystique? Plus a girl that could be a different girl every day. Like, hey, baby, can you be oh. Angelina Jolie today? So, like, a real name, Kurt Wagner. Kurt Wagner from, from Germany. Uh, very sad upbringing. So Mystique was pretending to be normal. She was actually a, a normal human, and she married a this when she was younger. Baron. Yeah, this when she yeah. was younger. She was she married a Baron, and had had this kid. And when the kid came out, he he was a fucking blue, blue devil, literally. Like he had the split tail, yeah, you know, long tail. He only had he only had three fingers on each hands, uh, sharp teeth, blue. Not good times. How do you so, how do you explain that to the to the Baron? You're like, oh, well, uh, she yeah, she 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 turned into her natural self, and he flipped out and beat her, or tried to beat her, and she beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And the worst part is, it was total like it was total like Frankenstein story. The whole t- he got the whole town to chase 
her oh. and hunt her. And to save Kurt Wagner, she had to throw him into a river, very Moses-like. See, this is one and, of the reasons uh, I like, and I don't mean to interrupt. I'm sorry, Gambit. But no, this no, is one ahead. of the reasons I like a lot of the, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm a bit, I'm more DC than, than Marvel, but this is one of the reasons I like, and I respect Marvel because they have storylines like that. And it hits close to home. You know, you have, you yeah, have really this does. really sad fucking story. They're not afraid to pull their punches. This is a, this is giving birth and then going, Hey, oops, look at me. I'm fucking blue. Well, I always say, and it's not an insult. I, it's not an insult. And I, and I, and please, nerds out there, I don't mean it as an insult. But I've always said Marvel is more political, spiritual, and human natured storylines, and DC is more fun, campy action. And that's why I think a lot of people relate more to Marvel because I mean, listen, and I, I said this before, and I again, I you got to hold that thought because I really want to hear what you got to say, but. I think that people like Marvel because they can relate to the characters. You know, as a teenager, you you, you know, especially with a whole fucking school of Xavier, you got this whole this whole this whole group that like are outcasts. And I mean, come on, in high school, oh, there's how many people are out outcasts in high school, Gambit? Oh, and that's the whole point. I mean, that really you you nailed the point that made Marvel such a beautiful thing, and how much how much depth of thought they put into this. When are you the most awkward? Feeling alone, isolate, uh, most awkward, isolated. Feeling like nobody understands you, and that your body is completely uh, yep. a, a, a freak of its own thing. And you're and you're and you're discovering these new things about yourself. Then puberty, and and they put it, they put their mutant powers perfectly at that same age. Oh yep. man, imagine trying to deal with a cracking voice, acne, and the fact that my dick shoots lasers. This is not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> So Nightcrawler, yeah, so his mom dumps him in a river. Now, his powers were great, too, because I love Kirk Wagner's power evolution because in X-Men, that's another thing, too, that I love about X-Men is as you get older and as you control your abilities, your powers get stronger. So that means you can start off as a level two mutant and eventually become a level four. You can start off as level four and become a level five. You can start off as level three and become a level five. You a level, or you can level stay like a level, level one, right? Just if you don't. Depending you don't on, yeah, it. yeah. Kirk Wagner eventually could only, at first, could only teleport wherever he could see. And eventually he met Osgul, Osgaz, however the fuck you pronounce his name. He was a red version of him, basically. Mm. And he could teleport anywhere he wanted, and then he and then he taught Nightcrawler how to do it, and okay. then, so he gets he gets stronger, and so. But again, he was a master of martial arts and super agility. He was just a super fucking all around badass. And the funny thing that they always kept, which is one of those running jokes again, why I like Marvel because they always do they like having running jokes, is that uh, again, gamut fun fact. Unlike a lot of other mutants. When Nightcrawler disappears, he actually doesn't disappear. He doesn't actually teleport. He moves into another dimension and moves out of that dimension. And he moves at a rate so fast that the other dimension doesn't know he's there. Mm. As a matter of fact, the puff of smoke that always do, it is described in comic books to smell like sulfur. So is like, it like what is he going to hell? Basically, yeah. They actually the they upside down. They, well, they 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 did a comic book where they gave him a suit that would slow him down during his teleports, and he teleported in, and was basically floating through this dimension, and it was basically fire and hell and little demon monsters all around him. Oh shit! And he came back out, and it fucked him up so bad that he never wanted to go back there ever again. Like he didn't want to teleport ever again. Okay, and then and then finally they had to explain to him like with science and shit like, look, dude, you teleport at a, a point so fast that those demons don't even know that you're even there when you do it normal. He's like, knowing or not knowing, when I went through there that slow, they all saw me, mm -hmm. and it's like I don't want to do that again. Up. 
Yeah, it fucked him up. So he didn't want to do it again in slow motion. Like, well, like, if I know in the movie, his be, character was very uh, religious. It's the same way in the in the comic books. He's okay. a super religious guy. Now he so, never tattooed. He never tattooed his body for his sins. That's bullshit. Mm. Well, I, yeah. Well, so so imagine imagine being super religious and then poofing and seeing all these demons and shit. So let's move on, uh, Grizzly. What's your number two? My number two is The Punisher. Good one. That's a very good one, yes. And and here is why. You always say that you will do anything for your family, you'll kill for your family, all this and that. He lost his family and annihilated a whole criminal syndicate. He followed right the fuck through. Which is what all of us claim we will do. But when it comes down to it, we don't technically have the balls to do so. Well, he also had, not only did he have the cojones, but he also had the training. Exactly. His whole thought was, you know, I want my revenge for the loss of my family. But at the same time, these are bad guys here. They need to die. They deserve to die. And he's got a pretty cool storyline. I mean... Gambit talks shit about him like, you know, oh, I lost my family, kind of like Batman. But at the same time, that 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 is actually a good motivator. The only problem with that is once you avenge everybody, what the fuck else is left? Other bad guys. And I, I, and I like the Punisher, too. That's a good one, too. That'd be that's one. Of, that would be one of my honorable mentions. But okay, is there any more you wish to add on the Punisher? That, that's why I chose him as my number two. Have you because have you seen Have you seen the new Netflix series? Yes, I've watched it. It's I, amazing. I binge watched it in one day. My number two, it might it might be a little different because I mean it, it kind of goes with my number one too. Uh, my number two would be Nightwing. Fuck yeah, dude! He was the first fucking Robin. You know, original boy one. The original I boy wonder wonder. How he got those, I wonder how he got into those short short. But no, he's the first boy wonder. You know, he also show, it also shows that you know time goes by in the Batman universe. It's not just like the Simpsons, like where he's fucking ten years old or you know fifteen years old for the rest of his life. It shows that like life goes on after being Batman's uh, apprentice, and he is the best example of that. I mean, we can't say Jason Todd because Jason Todd was kind of a failure in everything. Kind of a bitch. He's kind of a bitch. You know, the only time Jason Todd got cool is the whole Red Hood thing. But no, I fully, I fully support your Dick Grayson. I love, I love me some Dick. Like, yeah, I will fully support being a Nightwing fan, and not just Robin, but Nightwing. 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 He grows up, and he had that. And again, like you said, and it kind of funny that you already said it because you already kind of foreshadowed what you're going to say. He fights with a not only a bow staff, but he then fights with um, two Cinewally uh, sticks that are yes. electrocuted. He has, yeah, he no, he has really just as well an arsenal, if not better, than Batman's. Because Batman doesn't have a main weapon. Batman's main weapon Batman, is his fist. But we'll get to Batman that. Has, Batman has credited him on multiple occasions of being, one, a better martial artist than him, and two, a better detective. Yes. And Batman is supposed to be the best detective ever. Mm-hmm. Well, gee, guys, I wonder what my number one would be. It's Superman. It's Superman. <laughs> well, fuck Superman with a fucking caped crusading dildo. <laughs> it's it's 100% Gambit. Um, obviously, I modeled everything out of him. And Green's actually made a lot of good points. So, uh, number one, Gambit, the man, the Cajun, the, the raging Cajun. Fucking dude is amazing. Fucking the Bayou Wonder, the thief of uh, fucking whatever. So, his real name, for those that don't know, is Remy LeBeau. Uh, so, I use his real name a lot all the time. So, he was actually born to gypsy folk. He's a, he's a Bayou... He's a Bayou Cajun, so he has that thick Cajun accent. He's from a thieves' guild of gypsies, so the Gypsy Wanderers. Now, okay. the Gypsy Wanderers down in the in the south 
all like they all had different guilds. He was part of the thieves guild, so he was already learning to be a master thief long before he got his mutant powers. Then became a mutant, and unlike the regular humans, the gypsies were like, "Fuck yeah, we got a mutant." That's super awesome to note because he always started as an anti-hero. So he was then to wed the uh, the like the lead bitch of the 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 assassin tribe of the of the gypsies. He decided to dip out on that because fuck that bitch and I don't want to get married and do you see how sexy I am? I'm yeah. gonna fuck bitches all day long. So he's kind of full of himself and that's that's a good trait. That's a fun trait. Oh, he's, he's, he's super full of himself. He's super cocky. He's super arrogant. Believes that he can talk any girl into bed and that's exactly how I feel. You give me five minutes, I guarantee I'm gonna drop them panties, baby. Mm. Unless you don't, but even then, there's always the next <laughs> trait. No, I'm sorry. You give me five minutes alone with a woman and them, them panties are dropping mm. hard. Like okay, lead. but he so he becomes a thief and he's and he's thieving for a lot of people. He's thieving for a lot of people, and he eventually thieves for Magneto and he decides to work for the X Men and he's kind of that anti hero. As a matter of fact, fun fact that goes with Grizz, Gambit and Wolverine are best friends. They actually eventually become mm-hmm. best friends. Yep. So that's why that's why I got in so in depth with Wolverine because here's Wolverine, this kind of hard ass that doesn't like anybody, and yet he takes a shine to this kind of gambling tramp. Of Gambit and and then again, like Grizz said, the cards and and Wild knows it because I had a lot of old videos. I even tagged him in some of the old videos. I did some for him. I actually do know sleight of hand and I do know magic. I'll have to I'll have to put I'll have to put those videos back up. So Gambit's always been number number one. No, again, he's another mutant that had, uh, started as a level three kinetic energy that he could transfer. And it's not just cards that he could do it. He could do it to anything. And as a matter of fact, one of my favorite comments, everything. This step. One of my favorite comic books is he was playing poker with Wolverine, and Wolverine was taking all his money. And he's like, you know what? I gotta go take a piss. And he takes a drink of his coffee cup and puts it down and blows Wolverine all to hell. Huh. Wolverine comes out and he's yeah. Wolverine comes out. And he's all like healing and everything. He's like, and he, and he goes, you just do that because you can. And he goes, you're the only guy, you're the only friend I can blow up. You know, <laughs> like. But no, he becomes a level five because uh, there was a comic book where it was one of the spinoff comic books where he actually finally married Rogue. Rogue okay. died. Well, Rogue was murdered. Almost all of humanity, basically. It was almost like a witch hunt kind of thing. Mm. And and Gambit had enough of the Earth. And he put his hands on the Earth and put everything, he put his entire mutant energy, put all his life force into the Earth and blew up the Earth. Fuck everybody. No, you don't kill Rogue. And that's another thing, too. He has that fucking awesome, tragic love story with Rogue where, like, here's this beautiful woman that he's... He saw Rogue one time instant fucking hard on yeah loved her from the moment he saw her cannot touch her can't touch now, her yeah for, I, I know that one now for for gambit being a very tactile very sexual very sensual person does not be able to touch the woman he loves that's a thing in itself and you would think that'd be a deterrent no that makes him love her all the more matter of fact many times stealing a kiss from her purposely putting himself out and waking up and saying it was completely worth it oh yeah so he's a, he was like, almost a he was almost like a uh, hopeless romantic too. He, he very much so. With her. He was very smitten with her. Mm. So so Grizzly, you're number one. Well, if you haven't quite figured it out yet, because you and I we've talked a lot about this. Yeah. My number one is now and probably always will be the Hulk. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that, but that's good. Now, what what? Yeah, why why the Hulk? I like the fact that all he has to do is get mad, and he break shit. The only time you know you need to run for cover and kiss your ass goodbye is when he gets hurt. Yeah. Because then you know shit is really bad. You know, 
99.99% of the time, he's going to take care of the problem. Or if he gets flustered because he can't break something, then it will be broken. Yeah, yeah you've, you've, told, yeah. you've told us about your love for the Hulk in the past, which is good. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. The Hulk, the Hulk, is, a, the Hulk is a good a good beast, but I don't know. It, I feel like he doesn't get enough attention. He doesn't. And I feel like he doesn't get enough attention because he's got that overwhelming flaw. And that is, it, well, again, it depends on what comic book and what movie you're watching, but when he becomes the Hulk... There's no control. Yeah. So he's not, is, is he really a hindrance to the, or is he really an asset to the team? Or is he no? hindering him? Yeah. Here's the thing. If you watched, um, what the last Avengers movie that they did, uh, age of Ultron. If you paid attention, he did finally gain control. of him. Actually, he didn't because of, uh, Ragnarok. It shows that there's no control. Of 2019 possibility of a Gambit movie. Just say, we've been talking about that for a while. Yeah. They've been, They've been mowing that over they, for a they, long they, time. They, they, they even, when, when, they, when they were really in serious talks, they even cast Channing Tatum as, as Gambit. Yeah. Which, what do you think of that? I don't like it at all. I fucking hate Channing Tatum. I hate him so much. I hate him with every fiber of my being. Okay. I really, if I ever saw him, if I ever saw him on the street, I'd cock smack him. Okay. He'd probably like you. He'd probably start rubbing up on you and doing his little XXX dance to you. And- Make a nice cock. <laughs> But, uh, okay, well, you guys know what mine is. I mean, I don't even have to say it. Mine is Batman. Everything about him is awesome. He has the best villains. He has, you know, he, he, even though Gambit talks shit about, like, oh, my mother, my parents were murdered. I'm Batman. Martha. Yeah, I'm Batman. I'm Batman. <laughs> hey, hey, pretty lady. Hey, pretty lady. Do you want to know my secret identity? That's <laughs> the truth. Every pretty woman. That's I'm Bruce Wayne. In the movies, but yeah, I'm Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. But uh, yeah. you know, I just Batman. I don't even have to explain why I like Batman. Batman is just an amazing hero. He's he's an amazing, and I I say hero. He's he's actually a vigilante, but he's fucking awesome, you know. And and he actually starts working with the police. He and he's one of those guys that you know. Yeah, he's Bruce Wayne is rich. But he kind of worked himself up from the bottom as far as being a vigilante goes, right? So I give, I mean, I give, I give Batman a lot of shit. I give him a lot of shit. You do. I give, I give him a lot of shit. But I will admit that he is the best martial artist in the DC universe. He, I agree. And yeah. he just, it just is. And and being a martial artist myself, and knowing that I don't have superpowers, and how hard martial arts is, and how long of a journey it is to be recognized. To be able to fight better than most superheroes with superpowers because you're just that good at martial arts. Could you imagine for one day Batman with half the abilities, like power level wise, as Superman? He'd be mm-hmm. he'd be fucking unstoppable. He'd be unstoppable. And that's, and as a matter of fact, that's how he beats Superman more often than not, is because when he throws Kryptonite at Superman and Superman becomes mortal and he just beats the living tar out of him. I mean, he just beats the shit out of him. Like, it's it's not even fair. Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. When Superman Superman, he can high-five Batman into the ground. But, mm-hmm. like, when he's mortal, he, nobody can touch Batman. Nobody can touch Batman's martial art abilities. Not even Oliver Queen, mm-hmm. who's, you know, the Green Arrow. You know, and he's a great martial artist too. No, nobody touches fucking the man who's trained by the League of Assassins and was the one of the best in the League of Assassins. Like mm-hmm. that is next level awesome shit. So I mean, yeah, I get it. I'm gonna do one, one honorable mentions, but the Green Ranger, Jason David Frank. Oh man, JDF for the win. You know, I'm literally, 
I'm literally wearing his shirt right now. Yeah. Uh, it just, uh, you know, and again, I'm not a huge fan of the Power Rangers, the TV series, but Jason David Frank was a was just a fucking amazing. He's not only an amazing actor, martial artist, but he's an amazing human being. Um, I got to give it up. It's funny because none of us said female superhero, so that's mine. Um, and she almost became my number two. She really is really close. Um, and that is Rogue. Rogue, yeah. Yeah. Rogue. Now, now I love Rogue to death, but the the reason why I kept her off my top five is because the one thing I, I can't stand about Rogue is the constant whining and complaining about like I my life is ruined because I can't touch anybody. It's like well, if you think about it, she's like a cat in heat that can't get fucked. No, yes, yeah, she can. You just wear a latex condom and pull your dick out through your pants. What fun is that, yeah, bro? If you allergic to latex, no oh. sheepskin, bro. How many condoms you ever wor- use with women, Gambit? First of all, <laughs> I. <laughs> I just like all, that. I, I asked the question. First of all, go on. First of all, a gentleman never kisses and tells. Bullshit. And second of all, I always strap up. You, you forget I know you. I always. And you know me. Always. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. But yeah, Rogue, I understand what you mean by Rogue. Rogue but in, in her bitching and moaning and stuff. But, that, but that's my point. Like, See, that's the thing I'm about to love about Marvel. Marvel makes much better women. The reason why females don't make my top 10 is because as a male, I don't relate with the female problems. When I read a comic book, I and, and, and Wild, you said it best, we're naming people of kind of people that we either see ourselves as or people that we want to be. Yeah. You know? And I don't look at Rogue, Storm, and Wonder Woman and go, that's who I want to be. Female problems um, in comic books and Marvel doesn't do that. The stereotypical. I mean, they do some of the stereotypical, but they do it for guys too. You know, male trouble. I don't have male trouble. I have female problems. Mm-hmm. You know, so of course I'm gonna lean towards more towards gamut. But getting away from the those kind of issues, you still have the female problems of just like like when 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 Marvel tackled tackled sexism. Yeah. I don't have I don't have that problem, so it's hard for me to relate to that. So it's hard yeah. for me to really bond with these characters when I don't get relatable. And I think that's true for anybody across the board. We I always agree. bond with characters that mirror ourselves or what we want to be. Give so, a deep thought. So, so Grizzly, what are your honorable mentions? I would love for them to do a movie on this guy is Hawkeye. He's a normal dude. Given the opportunity, he could be just like Batman, but shoot and never miss. He's the ultimate sidekick that deserves the spotlight you know they put him up against actually i'm like nodding my head i really like that line the ultimate sidekick that deserves the spotlight that's that kind of does sum him up kind of perfectly you know uh they have him next to you know captain america who is a superhuman iron man who you know without his suit and without his brain he would just be another rich prick well he'd probably be dead but yeah i like i like that you thought of hawkeye because i wouldn't have thought of it It, the hawkeye is always on my list grizzly i'm gonna go ahead and let you do your your review on the punisher net the netflix original the punisher so it actually takes place you know about a year or so after his family dies yeah so after he completely kills or he thinks he kills everyone involved with the death of his his family I don't know. It, it kind of throws you for a loop. You know, they bring in this uh, NSA person from Afghanistan to an investigation about an Afghan police officer who was killed, yeah. brutally, like, tortured and killed. She finds out that it was, like, military personnel. Yeah. Long story short, it's a really long fucking story. Mm-hmm. 
It was very good. It was a it, it was a very good season. It was fun to watch. When when the action did happen, it felt good. I know that I watched one episode and I even posted it on the 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 YouTube page. One episode especially felt like GTA Grand Theft Auto. It was it was as if you were watching a heist played out. Yeah, it was pretty good. How many nerd boners would you give the Netflix Punisher? I was skeptical when I first started watching it. You know, because uh, the guy that plays uh, the Punisher, uh, John Bernthal, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't really like him. I didn't like him. All because of The Walking Dead. I didn't know he you was know, in The Walking Dead. The guy that was boning uh, Rick's wife. In oh, he was one. Shane. Okay. You know, I didn't really like him. Halfway through episode one, it's like, this guy is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Good actor. So when it comes to nerd boners, I would give it probably a nine. Okay. I might actually sit down and watch it because like, I really do need to watch it. I really want to watch it because I do love the premise of the the Punisher. Um, I just I just, I just, just wanted to watch Daredevil before I got into okay, it. Okay. I think that's what I thought I should do. I don't blame you. I'm, I I watched. I did watch the Daredevil the Daredevil series before it came out, and then I watched it. And then I would, as far as nerd boners, I would give it definitely like an eight because it was just amazing. I, you know, we'll go ahead and let Gambit rant about uh, Star Wars because he got to see this new Star Wars movie. There will be no spoilers because some of us have not seen it. So this is this will be a spoiler free. I give you I, now before I say that, let me just say that I did. I lost. I had four people unfriend me on Facebook because I told people that I was going to give spoilers, and I was a man of my word. I gave every fucking spoiler, every fucking spoiler out on facebook and here's the reason why because fuck you if you're a real fan go watch the night of like i don't give well, a shit some that people you... work for a living and work i don't care night. don't <laughs> care don't care queer job queer go job. to the fucking movie theater, movie theater. fucking ignore your job just tell, job, just, tell you, just tell them you have explosive diarrhea so without doing a spoiler without being able to do a spoiler episode i can't really get into anything about it because it there's almost no way it falls between a four and a six uh for me it's probably like a five maybe even a 5.9 Pushing a six. The CGI graphics were amazing. Um, the it flowed very well from the seventh movie. Um, it was not a shot for shot remake of number five. That's a big plus. Yeah. Um, so I, I very much enjoyed aspects of it. I will say that there was a fight scene that was super fucking fucking dope. Super fucking dope fight scene. Um, which I was really fucking awesome with. Uh, there was a super good second fight scene, uh, which was hilarious and awesome. So there were some good moments. There were some fuck yeah, sit up in your seats moments. Um, but it sadly falls on a six. And, and, and the reason why, without being spoiler free, is because I don't. For those nerds out there, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, the type of humor that that's in that is the kind of humor they try to write into Star Wars. And that's just not the kind of humor that fits in the Star Wars. It's not, it's not a, a Star Wars universe humor. It's not Star Wars universe humor, and they try to write it that to match the humor that's going on right now, and I just didn't like it. Again, we'll go more into it later with my reaction video, but it's a solid six. Go out, see it. I definitely recommend going to see it. I definitely even this. I even definitely recommend going to see it in theater. So that means I am recommending not waiting till it's on Netflix or on DVD. I'm recommending you go to go spend your money to go see it. It is definitely definitely worth going to see it in theater, and it was definitely better than number two, Attack of the Clones. So you know, yeah. it, it's not it's not the worst movie in the trilogy. There's just a lot of flaws with it, and I'll get into that with my reaction video. But it's still not the Empire Strikes Back, though. 
I would actually give it a solid six nerd boners. Okay. Solid six. I'd give it a solid six nerd boners. Um, but I'll get into more of that later. So definitely go watch it. I, it was it was a great time, and I and I love channeling my inner Sith and just ruining it for everybody. Like literally, the comments were hilarious on my Facebook. Your hatred fuels me. Yeah. Believe it or not, which was really freaky. My theater was only half full. Really. Yeah, like the whole bottom section wasn't even full. The whole top section wasn't even full. I would say it's even a, like like three quarters empty. Then again, I didn't go see it on eleven thirty at night. So yeah, that. but a lot of people would go that first night. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I thought too. And and we got there. We got great seats. It was it was great. That's it. That that there it is right there, guys. If you're a Star Wars fan, but you know, and 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 don't mind a little CG in your Star Wars again. Go watch Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. So I guess with that said and done, everyone, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap up here. We'll see you definitely next week. We're glad that you guys stuck with us through episode seventy five, this mini boss episode. And uh, Grizzly, you have anything you have to say? Thank you for for sticking with us. You know, seventy five episodes. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, quite an accomplishment. Oh yeah, and they're still coming. Always stay sexy out there. Always go, go out, go watch, go support Star Wars. Go watch it. I definitely, I uh, definitely recommend it. Thank you for all the feedback um, online. Uh, you know, to everybody out there talking about it. And because of the topic today, our top five favorite superheroes. Please, in the comment section, guys, go down and give us your top five. Let us know who your top five is because we want to build this community up. If you're on our Discord page, shoot us your top five there. Either way, to chat with the nerds, man. Other than that, that's all I got. Thanks for thanks for listening once again. All right. Once again, I'll go ahead and remind you guys that we do have the giveaway going on, the SNES Classic. Uh, it's, th- it's thriving. We've got a lot of people applied. And uh, just as a reminder, you can apply too. Just uh, follow the link below and click it and follow the instructions and go from there. And you might win yourself an SNES Classic. But uh, till then, nerds, we'll see you on episode 76. And uh, remember, episode after episode 80, we'll be taking a small break because it'll be the end of the season. Everyone stay sexy. Always. Peace.